Hi, I'm Gemma Montgomery and welcome to the Excel with Ease business podcast, bringing together service-based business owners in the aesthetic, medical health and wellness sector. Here, we discuss different topics to help you grow a thriving business with ease, supporting your ultimate life vision. Hi there, welcome to this week's podcast episode all about the importance of play. Now you might be tuning in and thinking, Gemma, the importance of play? How the hell does this relate to the business that I have and the hopes, the dreams and the desires that I have for this business and for the life that I have? Well, believe it or not, This subject is probably one of the most important things that you really need to think about in relation to growing the business and the dreams and the desires that you have for it and for your life. And a lot of this that I'll talk about now, I discovered the hard way. So you might know that um, I started my journey with my business in aesthetics about 11 years ago now. And it all coincided with the time of the birth of my first child and the birth of my second child. Um, I suffered a bereavement at that time as well. Um, It was actually my uh, grandparent, but she was a a parent to me. Um, So there was lots kind of going on at the same time as I decided to launch uh, into the field of aesthetics and, you know, working for myself and trying to grow a business. So yeah, some pretty big burnouts I had along the way and I'm quite grateful for what happened now because had that not happened, I would have never have gone down the route of becoming a certified um, Strala yoga teacher. I was always into personal development, but I got more so into personal development and spirituality and all those things really, really helped the growth of my business but in a more what's the word really in a more kind of way of ease uh, a way of joy a way of feeling aligned a way of relaxation um, at the same time as activity and growth so I want you to think just for a minute when was the last time that you played And I mean, really played, almost like child-like play like you used to do as a young child, where you're fully immersing yourself in something just for the pure joy of it, just for the pure bliss and the way that it makes you feel inside. You know, you could be doing it and because you're so immersed and, you know, you're feeling so much joy that hours have flown by before you've known it. And when you've done it, you feel like your soul's been really fed. You feel just completely aligned with with the person that you are. I think what happens is, as we grow and as we get older, you know, we go through certain experiences of life and we mix with different colleagues in different work situations. We almost become quite serious as adults 
and we begin to lose this kind of childlike wonder and excitement and amazement that we we naturally had as children and I think we take on societal beliefs things that are kind of fed to us you know you've got to be serious to be able to do a really good job and you can't possibly be professional if there's laughter involved or a childlike exuberance and it's absolute nonsense and it was the it was the actually the the Strala yoga teaching the certification that I did that really opened my eyes to thinking in a different way and once my eyes were opened I just thought why don't we all know this why do we take on the beliefs that are fed to us through you know people that we meet along our journey at work or through you know through the media through our education system why do we believe that stress seriousness really kind of tensing and clenching and pushing on hard to get on through to the other side why do we believe that gives us the best possible outcome and just really think about that for a moment where does that belief come from where does that belief come from why can't we still have childlike exuberance why can we not still laugh and still be able to do a great job why can we not still produce our best work when we're relaxed and when we're happy there's been so many studies now that have that have been done that actually prove that the more hours we work the less productive we actually become and think about it for a moment when we're stressed what goes on in the body there's the chemical reactions of adrenaline the fight or flight or freeze response when adrenaline's pumping through the body we become laser focused laser focused to run away from the lion that's chasing us or whatever danger that we perceive as a threat and when we're in this kind of laser sharp adrenaline based focus it's impossible to be creative it's impossible to be able to see other opportunities and other possibilities that are around us because we're primed we're basically in that stress response to fight flight or freeze so how could we produce our best work or be able to see all the different options and the array of possibilities that are available to us and how could we be more productive in this state this state might be useful for something specific where we need to run away from danger but if we're working under the adrenaline kind of stress response all the time the output of our work is going to be more unproductive rather than productive so it's a complete myth to have to feel you've got to be tense you've got to be on it 24 7 you've got to be pushing hard otherwise you're not going to produce anything of meaning it's complete complete nonsense we actually produce our best work when we're relaxed and when we're happy i'll just let that sink in again we actually produce our best work when we're relaxed and when we're happy now you might be thinking oh no but that can't be true that's not what I've been told and does that mean I'm just going to kind of flop to the ground and not do anything and not have any goals no it doesn't 
it means that you will get more done. You will still have goals, you will still have desires and you will still be working when you're at work or, you know, doing the business that you do. But you'll be doing it in a more productive way. You'll be doing it with a sense of ease, a sense of softness and a sense of joy, laughter, childlike exuberance rather than tense, rigidity, stress, fear, all the things that actually harm us long term and harm the results of our business as well as harming our health. So I want to give you a really good example of how this applied to my own life. Now I spoke in the beginning of this podcast about when I first started my own aesthetics journey, opening my own business. I'd had the birth of my first son. Um, I'd had a really big bereavement at the same time. And a couple of years later, I had the birth of my second child, my daughter. Now, after the second child was born, Ava, I had already started the business. It had been going um, about four years, I think, at that time. And I was really in that adrenaline kind of stress response, more so than I recognised at all at the time. And I'd opened a new big clinic and... I took absolutely no maternity leave. I mean, it's just absolutely crazy now looking back. You know, I'd had another C-section and it was coming up to Christmas time. So, you know, it was was, mega busy, you know, clients asking when I'd be coming back. And I just thought to myself in the beginning, oh, well, I'll just do so-and-so. Surely that's not going to do any harm and I'll still take some time off. But before I knew it, one person led to two people, led to 10 people and couple of months had gone by and I realised I'd taken absolutely no maternity leave, probably two or three weeks. So the clinic got busier and um, I were kind of doing a lot of other things, online courses at the same time. I was also taking part in an amateur production of Copacabana because for those that know me, you know, I love to sing and I love to dance. But basically I'd taken too much on at this moment in my life and I don't think I'd dealt very well with um, the bereavement. I kind of had just got my head down and got stuck into into business really. And before I knew it, complete burnout, complete meltdown had crept upon me. And I was at work one day and I was about to inject somebody. It was an injection that I've done I've done hundreds of times, you know, I was four years into the clinic and all of a sudden I felt shaky and I froze and I just thought, I can't do this. I cannot do this injection. I just wanted to literally down tools and run away from the clinic. It was that bad. And luckily, the client that I was treating at the time, it was somebody that had been with me from the beginning and would become friends, really. And I could be honest with her and tell her exactly how I was feeling. And we had, you know, we had a really big chat and she recognised that I'd been doing way too much, not taking any time off after the birth of my second and I'd taken on doing this show and whatnot and she really helped me kind of get my head together and get through the day. God knows how I got through that day, really don't know. And I went straight to the doctor and because I was worried, I thought, how can I do my job if I feel like this? So a normal person would take time off and realise, you know, the body's burnt out. It, it's it's If you don't listen, it's going to tell you in other ways. But no, not me. I kind of worried about 
clients and letting people down and I, I didn't recognize it was complete exhaustion and lack of lack of other things lack of fun in my life I was just so laser focused on the business I just needed a solution to be able to keep going and to take this awful feeling of dread and fear away so I went to Reiki I got beta blockers off the doctor so I could do my job without feeling on edge I did everything other than take time off and reconnect with myself and take, you know, switch on that relaxation response. So to cut a long story short, I soon recognised what was going on and I closed down the clinic. It was a complete kind of, I don't know, kind of a knee-jerk response really, a a fear-based response just to try and get rid of the feeling that I had and I took the clinic home. Now I was really lucky where I was living at the time, I had a separate part of the house that that used to be the garage that had been converted and I just came back home and I just thought, do you know what, if this business crumbles, it crumbles, I really don't care. I think I just got to such a point within myself you know, feeling quite low and wondering what the hell was wrong with me, that I just wanted to feel safe again. So, like I say, I brought the clinic home, told all my regular clients and any new clients that needed appointments where I would be. I'd had a lot of trouble at the clinic as well. There was a lot of thefts going on in the building, but that's by the by, that's another story. But it kind of helped me make the decision to be able to come back home just for that feeling of secureness and safetyness and you know to be near the children my mum watched the children on my days off so I would only be around the corner and I started to really look at me and self-care it was a I think I left the clinic in December time and obviously then coming January February as we got to March it was coming into the spring months and I would take time in the garden in between clients, I'd do some exercise or sometimes I'd just sit in the sun. Um, I started getting myself together and getting a morning routine back, which really helped. And what happened was as soon as I started taking care of me, everything else aligned and sort of fell into place. And I will talk about this on other podcast episodes, but it's I can completely see now looking back why that would be because everything starts from the inside and goes outwards and manifests to what you see on the outside so if you can get you feeling good if you get the inside feeling good and you start taking care of yourself then it's the law of nature that things on the outside will start to represent how you're feeling it's a little bit like the law of attraction really so As I started to take care of me, I started to slow, I started to be more present, I started to focus on the things that really, you know, helped to light me up, everything else seemed to kind of change. So I had bookings that I couldn't keep up with, regular clients were loving coming to the home and saying, why did you ever leave your home? Why did you feel you had to open the big fancy clinic? And I think really that's just again copying what is like a societal norm or what you see so you think the natural stages of progression are you know you might start at home you might start mobile then you might progress to a nice lovely clinic and so on and so forth but it was actually the opposite when I came back home 
and I had my little tiny clinic at home, people loved it. I was happy, they were happy, new clients didn't mind, they loved the discreetness of it and things flourished. So not only in my business life did things start to flourish and fall into place, but also in my personal life. So there was loads of kind of serendipity type moments where I suddenly had um, two weeks where my mum wanted to take the kids on holiday abroad, which had never happened before. So I thought, yeah, okay, then, you know, they're with the grandma. I maybe will join them for the second week. They can go out with the grandma for the first week. And something made me look at the um, the yoga teachings that I've been following, the Strala teachings and it, the Strala training the next one that that they were doing actually fell on the week that my mum wanted to take the kids on holiday. So the the flights were cheap, everything kind of just aligned and I found somewhere to stay that was really reasonable. Took myself off on the yoga training in New York and I have to say it was the best thing that I've ever, ever done. Um, It opened my eyes up to a whole other dimension, a whole different way of self-care, a whole different way of interacting with others in a way that just kind of helped everything else flourish. And from there, I took the I took more training with them. So I went to Berlin, I went to London. And as I was kind of taking care of things on the inside, things were flourishing on the outside. And this goes back to what I was talking about because you produce your best work when you're happy, when you're relaxed and everything is an inside out job. So when you're doing something that completely fills your soul, lights you up, energy just flows, you know, the law of attraction, you kind of start to attract things back to you of that similar vibrational frequency Whereas if you're stressed, if you're tensed, if you're in a, 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 a state of fear or a state of adrenaline, then the outside circumstances will reflect how you're feeling on the inside. So think about it this way. You could be doing something that you class as play, you know, something that you do for the pure joy of it. And suddenly you'll get a, a huge download, you know, a huge insight into a great idea that you can bring forward into your business that you wouldn't have thought of before. And it's because you're allowing space, you know, in, in your mind, you're, you're in a completely different vibrational state. So you, you, you can see those possibilities around you, which I spoke about before, you can see opportunities. So you've got to let the mind switch and flow and just relax you know to other things and I'm a great believer that smartphones as as great as they are for being able to access everything in one spot you know get your emails and people be able to contact you do your social media they don't free up space in the mind and what I do every year for Lent is I have a 40-day freeze of social media so I delete everything from my phone I don't let myself go on it Um, for the whole of Lent and the feeling that you have is just completely different you know you you get you get things done well I personally got things done that I've been putting off for kind of three or four years that I just seem to get done easy I had a feeling of spaciousness inside a feeling of spaciousness in my mind 
And I'm really lucky because I went to school before the days of mobile phones. I think when I was in kind of the fifth year at high school, pages had just come out, which makes me sound really old. I'm, I'm only 42, but I was lucky. You know, I got to live my childhood, my teenage years um, without a mobile phone. And what would we do when we didn't have mobile phone and we didn't have anything on? We would call it boredom. You know, we were allowed to be bored. But in those moments of boredom is also a moment of decompression. It's almost like a you know, your brain is allowed to just be and allowed to decompress. It's allowed to daydream. You know, do we daydream anymore? You know, when we get a spare five, ten minutes, you know, you can even be in the queue at a supermarket. The phone comes out. You know, we're just constantly taking in information all the time and it's not healthy for the brain it's a little bit like a computer if it's just processing constantly all the time it's going to burn out it's going to wear out whereas if you give it time where you're not on it you know that the system's switched off you're not overloading it constantly it's going to work and run a lot better so i guess it's losing the fear really losing the fear of thinking, oh, if I'm not focusing on business 24-7, how can things happen? How can I achieve my financial goals? How am I going to get the clients through the door? How am I going to do blah, 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 blah? It's knowing your goals, which we'll talk about for the episode for the uh, for the new year. It's knowing what you want. It's knowing your desire. And it's being as productive as you can in the hours that you're working. But it's also letting yourself lose the need for control and letting yourself like surrender surrender breathe soften and start to focus on the things that bring you joy now I'm not saying your business doesn't bring you joy I don't think you'd be in the business if it didn't bring you some kind of joy but it's thinking about other things other than work so what things bring you joy what you know it could be think back to things you used to love to do as a child or something new that you've always wanted to try that you never have something that you know you're just doing for the sheer joy the fun and laughter maybe you know something that brings you laughter but the sheer joy and bliss of it like for me if i look back when i was younger i was all about music so that's all i did as a child right through past my teens really it was all about music and connecting with you know different forms of music and dance and singing and I just thought that was what everybody did because it was so natural to me that was what I gravitated to from a really like probably from like the age of four maybe younger um music was just in my soul and I look at my children now and yeah they like music but they're not like I was so for me I lived and breathed it for the sheer joy of it for the from the singing from the reading the music just just everything about it really and it's not till I've got older that I can see oh well my kids aren't the same as that they've found some their own things that bring them joy um so for me a big thing is trying to reconnect back with that I'd love to learn an instrument which is on my um, list of goals for next year 
and dance you know I love to dance so sometimes it could be just my own dance it could be that I join a local dance class which was a lot easier before the days of, of covid um and the yoga training that I did you know the strala yoga the, that brings in the movement that I love it brings in the the music it, it brings in the helping people which is what I'm all about um but yeah this year I've tried, you know, paddle boarding, I've tried outdoor swimming and I've done it all just for the sheer joy of it. And when I reconnect with my joy and I allow time for play, it's just natural that the outside world, so in a business sense, things, you know, have been great. Um, so it's really, really letting yourself think, what can you do just for the sheer joy of it? and losing the feeling of guilt or the feeling of fear that if you're not focusing on your business 24 7 it's not going to be the best it can be remember it's the complete opposite the more relaxed you are the more possibilities you see the more you allow the natural exchange and flow of energy and you accomplish more but from a better state of being so from more ease and more joy now it's coming up to the Christmas holidays so there's no time as good as the present to start connecting with joy and to start reminding you of that childlike exuberance that you used to have. So let yourself do it, let yourself just have some fun, have some laughter, think about something you can do for the new year that's going to feed your soul and that's going to bring you complete joy. And I know sometimes in the Christmas holidays we spend time with loved ones, but we might also have to spend time with people that we wouldn't normally choose to spend time with. So the best advice I can give to you in that situation is just ask yourself, how can I see this person through the eyes of love rather than through the eyes of fear or anger or any other negative feeling it might be that brings up? And yeah. Just ask yourself that question and see what happens. And I hope you all have a lovely Christmas. And I've got some really exciting podcast episodes planned for the new year. I'm going to get really stuck into the business side of things as well. But yeah, I wanted to just leave you on that important note of do not forget the importance of play. And do not think it's going to jeopardise your business in any way, shape or form. It's going to be the opposite. And make a list, oh yeah, I like my lists, of what you can do, you know, what activities you can do that just bring you joy and that you just do for the sheer hell of it. Okay, I hope you enjoyed and I will speak to you soon. Lots of love. Thanks for listening to the Excel with Ease podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and discovered some useful takeaways. Please rate, review and hit subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And as always, pass to a friend who you think will find the content super useful.